Happy Tuesday. Hi, everybody. It is, in fact, the 15th of January. Don't even say it. It's so true. Which, if you want to get really technical on it, that means that winter tea is really close. It really is. It's like a month away. Yes. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. 14th of February is like a month away, so wow. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Having a shocked moment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We're overwhelmed by it. Yeah. But in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Just a picture of how quickly he's moving on our behalf. And That's so we're feeling that multiplication. Well, and you know, time. every single day there's a, a, there's new registrations. We're so glad. Yes. If you're coming, we saw your registration. We're so glad that you're coming. We can't wait to see you. I actually don't look. Do I, I so. see that. I don't. I see the email come. First of all, I don't know how to operate it, so I can't ever get to the actual sheet. But I stopped trying a while ago because I actually like to be surprised. You like that element. I do. I like when somebody comes in the door and it's like, oh, it's so, I'm so happy you're here. And I, it's just, it's like a surprise over and over that first day, you know, just yay, my family coming and just getting to be surprised by them and, and then welcome them just with the real... Excitement. Not that you're not excited when you know who's coming. I right. didn't mean that. But it's, it's just, <laughs> just different. Yeah. Different approaches to excitement. Yeah, and it's funny because I usually, generally, don't like to be surprised. That's true. You don't. No, I do. If I don't know, I'm going to be surprised. Right. That got complicated. It's but a, you know it's what? Okay. <laughs> the point being is that we're glad people are coming, and we yeah. know what a big deal it is to fly all the way to. Little yeah. Bixby, Oklahoma. Yeah, and there may still be some people who haven't seen the barn yet. That's haven't true. Gotten to be at the barn. There are people that didn't get to come to winter tea, and so it'll be a big un- unveil for people coming still, and that's pretty cool. That's right. I mean, it is such a, a point of remembrance that we're going to be in the building, even though it's winter. And uh, so it's not going to be the same as the tent. And in some ways, that's tragic. And in yeah. some ways, it's not. Yeah. We do We do still miss the tent. We miss the tent less. Spiritual. <laughs> there's a spiritual missing, and then there's everything physically else. Physically miss it, yeah. Right. We, we physically miss the tent less, but spiritually, we still miss it lots. I mean, we can still go over to it. It's still up. and Yes. And we do have, right... Just on the fringes of the barn area, the new playground is underway. The The groundwork has been done, and there's these piles of wrapped items, which I think are pieces of the playground, and it's it's going to be like Christmas when those things start getting unwrapped because it's, it's a pretty cool deal, this playground. It so. really is. Very exciting, very cool. And we love to see these little things moving because yeah. it just seems like Papa's got a lot of pieces that sure. are in motion right now. Yeah, and so I, I, we originally, it was going to be done by winter tea. I'm not sure because, you know, weather and all that kind of stuff impacts things. So we'll we'll let that be a surprise, too. We had a touch of rain Yeah. while we were basking in the sun Yes. in the beaches of the islands and enjoying warm temperatures and and uh, sand between our toes yeah. and white stuff on our nose. <laughs> yeah, it really, 
It was amazing. Last time we were there, we had a lot of rain there. We still had some beautiful days, but they were just recovering from the hurricane and that um, had hit the Caribbean. And so this year, you know, just so much was rebuilt and we did have some rain, but it was really in the night, um, except for, for one day, which was an amazing experience. But um, yeah, we did get lots of sun and there was lots of rain here. We're feeding the horses and it is gushy Wet. is the best word I have. Gushy. It is very, <laughs> very gushy and squishy. Yeah, we are not going without our galoshes right now. Seems like gushy is what you feel and squishy is what you hear. Yeah. Because you, there's sort of a sound effect walking yes. through there feeding the horses. <laughs> yes, there is. It really is. Yeah. But we have this awesome deck off the little feed shed and so we make it most the way but then you just you have to go into their field to do it and so it's all about the shoes that you wear yeah yeah because you wear the wrong shoes and yeah they're gone yeah and sometimes you know you go on a trip um like that and and it's warm and then you come back and it's like oh we came back to spring but it's early for spring, so I didn't want to come back to spring. But it was super cold <laughs> when right. we got back. And kind of dreary. There's some drearies that are like, oh, it's so dreary. And then there's like, oh, it's dreary. And yeah. it was kind of, oh, it's dreary. But that's okay. And, it, you know, the big thing for us on a trip like these is that years ago, um, when our kids were little, I mean... Our older two were were teenagers, or maybe Toggle was preteen, but you know, I was really talking with Papa because we had we were traveling now, and that was a big thing for us. We'd never done anything like that, and and been away from the kids. And um, he came to me and said, "What's on your heart for your kids?" And I had asked if we could take them somewhere. At the time, we had no. Uh, provision we could see. We had provision waiting that we couldn't see, but we had no provision we could see as a way to be able to do that. And so I just said, you know, we're going all these places, meeting people. I would love to be able to take them somewhere because we'd never had a family time like that. We Our vacations had been, you know, coming from Colorado to Oklahoma and Texas. And so we'd never done uh, a trip outside of a few mountain visits in Colorado. So anyway, not long after, he he blessed us with just a trip that we got to take the kids on a vacation. And and it was like, you did it big time. And then he's he just kind of, I didn't realize in that moment, it was a promise ongoing. Like, I thought I had seen the fulfillment of it when that trip we were gifted with a trip, but he, he kept going with it. And it was beyond what I could have, you know, even thought to have the expectancy for, because Mm. I, I was really asking for that one time. It just, so each time we're there, it reminds me of how extravagant he is in our request. And in those moments where he's like, what's on your heart? And he really does come and ask us that. And, 
And we think we're asking for this one moment in time and he will multiply it throughout our life. And I've just, I've seen that. And so I, you know, I celebrate that. Well, that's one of the examples of a good surprise. Mm-hmm. When Papa shows up and just does something marvelous. Yeah. And we didn't even see it coming. Didn't. And wow, how it changed everything. Yeah. Yeah. And keeps, we stay pierced from that for a long time. Or Still, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still we're there. And, um, you know, I think just we d- we just got to have a parent meeting mm. um, with all the parents of our amazing kids. And if you've been here, you know we have a lot of kids here. We do. Which is amazing. and uh, A gift. Yeah, I had this moment. It was like, not like I didn't realize this before, but we're putting the chairs out for the parents for this meeting and I'm I'm thinking of all the kiddos and yeah, you know, I just have this moment where I'm like, We have a lot more kids than parents. Like I've always known that but I don't know why. It just hit me in that moment. <laughs> Made me giggle a little. We're all we're all kind of outnumbered but um but you know, we got to just talk about that that the Lord will give you a word for for your life, for your family, that kind of thing and it it's not this magic wand word it's this invitation to enter in to him and with him for the fulfillment of that word and that you know he comes and fulfills that word over and over and each time there's more than there was the time before and so when we do have the amazing time of he's sent our family on a just a little hideaway together. Just, I can't get away from that. That he he's still fulfilling his word, and um, and there's so much you know that goes into that. And so, yeah, yeah. Just still kind of think that was my greatest sunshine on the trip was just that truth um, that we just we cling to who he is and we are sustained by what he says and that sustenance leads us to to the feast that he prepares for us well you have my amen okay yeah (laughs) i'm right there with you girl yeah come on well um as we step on forward through our glorious year and all the amazing things that are in papa's heart We know that he's laid a foundation for us and called us to strengthen it. Strengthen the foundation in preparation for a launch, he said at the beginning of the year, which it's still the beginning of the year, let's face it. It, Yeah, Yeah. please, thank you. It's not like it's July or (laughs) anything. and thank you. Right. (laughs) But, um, But knowing that this is his heart for us and that we are walking a journey for it, there's a few things that he said, kind of, kind of short but sweet, but nice implications in the past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. So if our foundation has been laid or is being laid, we know that there's there's sort of that past implication, but there's definitely a walk that we're on now. And one of the things he said is, is, hey, I am going to give you portions every day, Mm -hmm. but I've been giving you portions every day. And so we have portions that are a part of our foundation. And um, what he's saying is, is that when I give you a portion, that because it's precious to us, sometimes we take that portion and we hold it, mm. and and we can sometimes contain it, 
or even take ownership in a way that where it's possessive. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, this is this is you know mine. And, yeah, uh, mine. And, mine. Yeah, and what he's saying is is hey, what I want you to do is I want you to hold your hands out in front of you, palms up, mm. and extend your fingers. And he said, I'm going to lay the portions in your hands. And he said, leave them there. So it's almost like you're, we're offering them back to him where we've not uh, clasped them with our hands or grasped them. We've not pulled that to ourselves. We've not possessed any of the things that he's laid upon us because, because it's not me, it's us. It's a mm-hmm. family. It's a, it's, a, it's a kinsman. It's a community of kinsmen. We are a global you, uh, kahal of sons and daughters of God. And so if we keep our hands in front of us, palms up, fingers extended, now God has a freedom mm-hmm. to do with that portion the unexpected. And so, and so we could see, wow, instead of taking, it's like, it's like prophecy. If he speaks something to us, mm-hmm. do we add to it? Do we subtract from it? Do we try to do something with it that Mm. he never said? Or are we resting with what he's given us and, and, and not allowing a desperation to cause us to do something with it that was never his intention? And that's how we go from his will... uh, His way to his his will our way. Mm. And we don't want to go to his will our way. We want his will his way. So how we'll do that is by resting with those portions in our hands and um, and where there's a freedom for us to, to not carry it as a burden. Um, we're not having to wear it and be crushed by it, but mm-hmm. we're also giving God the freedom to do anything with it. And so now the past, present, and future implication is uh, in the past... There may be some things that he's given us that we've taken possession of. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to say, Papa, we make the choice today to let go, but not discard. Let go, yeah. but not drop. Let go where we release the portions from possessiveness and we offer them back to you, not to to take away if you don't want to take away, but that you would have the freedom to do something mm-hmm. with. And now we've opened up our foundation to be strengthened by him because our foundation contains those portions. If those portions are, are meant to be jigsaw puzzle pieces, they can't complete with the other pieces because we've taken them and held them in our possession. But if we let go of them, meaning free them to be completed, that actually strengthens our foundation. You know, like, you know, the best uh, found, like we talked about years ago in the very beginning, the, the hooks and loops, which is, you know, Velcro, you know, it's that idea that, that there's an intertwining strength mm-hmm. that takes place mm-hmm. when things are able to uh, be completed by what they were created to be completed. Sure. We want that weaving to take place. So our foundation is strengthened when we let go. Mm-hmm. So our first step in this is letting go. The second thing is understanding is that right now, Papa has given us things fresh, hot off the press, 
things that he's given us. Don't take possession of them. Leave your palms up. Leave your fingers extended. Hold both hands in front of you and say, okay, Papa, here it is. I've got it. And I want you to be the one who completes these things. And then, and then the future is, to me, very exciting, is that if Papa's teaching us this, that means that he has many portions mm-hmm. that he's bringing and that we can have hearts prepared for the new daily bread that is coming. All of those portions that are yet to come. Mm-hmm. And that maybe if we understand now that these things are not meant for us to grab in desperation, but to, but to um, simply be the platform that he rests them on, mm-hmm. now we can be stewards of something we are prepared for a, a lifetime of um, receiving portions and being free for him to do his will his way, change the world, impact ours, impact those around us, and we can see um, everything come into place mm-hmm. right where it's supposed to be. Yeah. I'm so glad that that was your... Your content for today for a couple of reasons. Um, first, we have this amazing person named Fire mm. who transcribes the podcast. She does. And I noticed, because um, I just had been looking through some, uh, trying to, to find some things, discover some things anew. Mm. And uh, I noticed that there's this thing she does. So the, the topic, you know, generally is at the top of it to help us know, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not just the date, but what did we talk about? But she actually puts in bold things that are meaningful to her. She does. And it really impacts me because um, I find that what she puts in bold like ends up being a word back to me. So this, this one in particular, like what she put in bold from something I said, it was like word to me, you know, reminder. I said that you know, live that kind of thing. And so I really, you know, went into my journal and that kind of thing. But she, in that same one, she had put in bold something you had spoken, and it was about daily bread in this particular one. And I don't know the date now of when it was from, but you were talking about daily bread. And I, you know, in that moment, I was like, we just can't talk about daily bread enough. And so I just, I'm so grateful. And then also just what you shared just really just dovetails right with what, um, you know, had been in my heart, too. And I love that when you're saying letting go for completion. I think uh, we feel like we let go for conclusion, mm. which is the conclusion we draw. And there's there's just no conclusion. Mm-mm. This um, is not concluded. Well, I was going to say till heaven, but I don't think that's even the conclusion. Never ending. And completion isn't an end, it's a carrying on, where something is completed, so then the next thing, as you said, has a foundation to sit upon. And It's no longer incomplete. Yeah, and, and I don't know, when I picture manna, which I always, you know, of course think of for daily bread, I just always picture, and I, I can't think of anything like it on earth, um, and I'm not even going to use an example of something similar, but I picture like the thinnest, like these translucent flakes, 
Mm. You know, like they're thin. So if you grabbed hold, if you closed your hand upon them, you know, made this fist, they would dissolve. Like I picture them like that. Like if we tried to hold on in that way, they they just would dissolve. And so um, anyway, I, you know, just in thinking about foundations and and who we are, not just who we are, but I think who his people foundationally were created to be, there's this foundation of imagination. And I think daily bread and his voice and his word, all of those things, there is a foundation of imagination that allows them. And so I've just been, you know, just kind of resting with him about that a lot and and realizing right now I hear the word imagination a lot like people wanting imagination to be restored and I think a a realization that imagination is a foundation for his people but you know what's what's hindering it what's blocking it you know what keeps us from it in there you know, there are numerous things we've identified over over our journey. Um, you know, fear is a, a cousin of imagination. It's picturing something that hasn't happened as if it has, you know, that kind of thing. But there's one that I don't know if the word is said as much because I don't think people realize it's happening as much, but it is, it's global. I mean, it's, you can... Um, have any conversation, you can read a story, you know, highlighted to you in the news, that kind of thing, or or kind of watch the back and forth of people. And this word, it isn't being used, but it is so present. And that is assumption. And to assumption or to assume. And so I've just been looking at that word and that reality, because it is a reality and it's something that's so tangible it is blocking a foundation it is it's a crack i think in the foundation that he wants to to fill with what's true and so assume um in its roots has two two words that are roots of it and one um means to place down and the other means to lay to rest so a context we see this in in scripture is in the wilderness and then in the promised land. So actually, here's the promise. Um, and then here is the reality of where his people are living. And so so to place down and to lay to rest are used in the context of God's promise to his people that they will inherit their land and what that meant, the fullness of that inheritance was that they would be free or rested from their enemies, from everything outside of him. So we know the story, there's there's these things that, that happen within it, these decisions that are made by the tribes and that moment where Joshua comes and he's like, how long, <laughs> you know, will you wait to occupy your inheritance, how long will you wait to dwell um, in the place you're, you're fighting, you're in battle, you're at war, but rest is right here. Like he has rest from your enemies. 
um, when you occupy this, and I, you know, I think of Zebulun, the tribe Zebulun, in this, who they were given this piece of land, and they assumed it wasn't God's best. And so they went, and they, you know, they they weren't given the agricultural land. They weren't given the fertile fields in their eyes. And so they're seeing what other tribes have, and they assume they were given less than what the others were. So they go off, and and amazing hearts. They're providing for Issachar, so Issachar can they can be the the scholars of the Torah, and they can be the connectors of all the tribes to what God has said. And so they go out and they're, you know, providing and and Joshua gives this word, how long until you will place down what you've gotten for yourself and be laid to rest in what he's given you. And when they did, of course, they found that they they had been given this incredibly prosperous land with the waterways, with the rivers and the streams and all of that, and they they ended up, you know, with this provision for the temple and for the priest and all these things. And so, um, so in Hebrew, to assume is a very physical concept. So it's it's not um, abstract. It's very physical. So it's this this physical concept of laying something down. Um, it's a a concept that communicates as well of placing down an idea and assuming truth. So assuming what is truth or possessing what is truth. So there's the occupying or the possessing, and then there's the assuming. And um, so we can lay down any idea that keeps us from possessing his truth. Or we can assume that something else is true. And when we begin to assume, so at the root word, assume means to suppose or to imagine. So um, when we possess what is true, we have brought tangible the imagination of heaven, what has been imagined for us, what, because until we possess it, it's imagination. When we possess it, it becomes possible, it becomes tangible. And we have brought heaven to earth just by possessing, just by occupying what he's truly spoken. Um, So this connection to imagination, I think, is huge with this because assumption is a form of imagination that leads us away from where Papa is going. And if you think of it just like in a relationship because when you, when we, I'll say we, I'm in this boat, uh, when we begin to assume something about someone, when we haven't communicated, we haven't, um, you know, pursued the relationship with that, with, I'm going to ask, I'm going to actually ask, what what were you thinking? What What was your meaning? What was your intention? We begin to imagine that for ourselves. So all of a sudden, we think we know someone's intent, their idea, their emotion, their um, everything they were feeling, everything they were thinking, and it becomes so real. 
and we start going down a road and we were together with a person on this road or we were together with Papa on this road and we begin assuming, which means we can't lay down our version. We can't lay down our idea to come to rest in what is true. And imagination is a place of rest because we know he's thought of it, he's considered it, He's actually already completed it, and He will bring us to that completion if we will stay on the road with Him. So when we start assuming, we are not willing to lay down. We are not willing to lay down. We are, we are possessing something instead of, of, of our own, instead of what He's already provided for us to this place. He's already provided us to dwell and it does lead to deception, which leads to destruction, because once we get so far down the road of what we think this person thinks, feels, believes, would have said if we'd actually had the conversation, like, there ends up being these conversations that play out in this false uh, container of imagination And so all of a sudden it's all already happened and we end up not just farther down the road, we end up on a totally different path than we were originally on. And then all of a sudden this person or Papa has to prove it's all different. But there's nothing to prove because it was never so. And so assumption leads us to hold on to our idea and not lay it to rest so we can occupy or possess the truth of what has already been established, what has already been said, what has already been provided. And then we get in this place of why, why am I left out or why am I less than or all those things. And it really comes from that place of assumption, which keeps us from entering into the imagination where everything becomes possible and tangible and that kind of thing and and we all of a sudden there's a fence and um and there's just odds we're at odds with each other so um I really feel like he's inviting us to um really have imagination restored have that crack in the foundation filled with truth of having that daily bread check of Wait, do I need to lay something down? Do I need to put something to rest so I can occupy the land you have for me today where everything is true, everything is real, and everything I see can become possible? Everything I see can be tangible. It's who he is. It's what his heart is, and it's it's the design of imagination. Is you know, Imagination can be seen as this fantasy land and this, this place where... You're dreaming up crazy things, and heaven is full of some crazy stuff, you know, that he wants to do, but it's truth. It's truth, and so imagination is a safe place to be because it's where he is. It's where, you know, we may not see every aspect, but he will give us that flake, that peace that we need for that day to walk in truth, to walk in safety, which allows us to do the most unimaginable things 
that we would have never thought we could do. Yeah. Amazing. That really did dovetail, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I love that. Yeah. Papa, hold us accountable from the things we've assumed. Yeah. And return us to the things that were originally in your heart. Yeah. It goes back to taking our thoughts captive. You know, one of my, you know, a favorite thing about his goodness is he gives us grace. It didn't say never have a bad thought, you know, or a thought foreign. But he said, when you do, you know, he knows there's an enemy. He knows there's atmosphere that gets filled with things, not him. And he, he trusts us to set the, the thermostat, you know, with what's true, but we can't if, if we're living in assumption. And so, but he says, take your thoughts captive. And how do you do that? You know, so he's like, okay, there's going to be thoughts that come. And he's not condemning us for that. He's like, now what are you going to do when they come? It's like, you're going to take them captive. And it doesn't mean we've got to wrestle and, you know, have a fist fight with them. Um, and that's a journey, obviously, because they can be so powerful. But he's like, take them, lay down, lay down what keeps you from occupying where I truly am. Because I'm, I'm not there. Those thoughts invite you to come where I am so that they are laid to rest, so that they, I'll subdue them for you. Bring them to me and be willing to lay down. But this has to be true. This has to be because, you know, because we do have discernment. We are a discerning people, but we are all still learning to wield that. Um, I think it's really dangerous when, you know, we love those faith builders where, oh, okay, I heard that and it panned out, you know. But if we come to that place, so everything I ever think or feel, because that was true, it is, this has to be true then, without submitting it to Him, without yielding it to Him and letting Him wrap it with truth and show us the truth in it and then the things that were attached to it, we can, we can walk a very slippery slope then. So, yeah. Thank you, Papa. Yeah, he's so good to keep us with him. Amen. That's all he wants is for us to be with him. So that's that's a great imagining is that he will do anything so we can be with him. You know, he doesn't force us to be with him, but he will do anything to make the way for us to to return to him, to join him, to be with him, that we never have to do this by ourselves and you know, it can be interesting to really be like, show me all the things I tried to do by myself today. <laughs> you know, where I didn't submit it to you. I didn't yield it to you. We think maturity sometimes is all the things we can now do on our own, but maturity is is the most yielded state we can be, where we're willing to submit it to Him, to yield it to Him, to give it to Him so He can make it the fullness of what He intended. It's only going to be a fraction if we try to hang on to it. Yeah. Okay, so we will yield that to you, leave that with you, and we, uh, we're we going to head on into our week. We've got to gather tonight. We actually have not been at the past three two-gathers, so we're there. We had, we had some, or I guess it wasn't that we weren't at them, but we have missed some, and then we didn't have 
to-gathers over the holidays, so we're so excited to see everyone. And, and then Immersion begins on Saturday, our winter immersion. So that's pretty exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you, and we will talk to you next week. Yay. Love you guys.